Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, happy St. Patrick's Day. That was yesterday. Do you, do you celebrate? You celebrate the Irish holiday of drinking and parading? Wait, was seriously, was yesterday St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. What did you did you not know about this? No. How did you miss an entire like granted it's not like Christmas or anything, but like how did you miss were you not on the internet at all? Like I'm sure No. I mean, yeah, but seriously was I'm <laughs> seriously was seriously was yesterday St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, March seventeenth. Same same day every year. It's not like it's Easter where like who knows when it's gonna be. It's some random Sunday. Oh, no, sh- this one's an exact date. It's the same every year. Uh I completely <laughs> missed that yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Did you go outside at all? Like people wearing green or uh particularly drunk or anything? Nothing? No. I went out to get pizza. And nobody was wearing green or anything? I was the only one in the pizza place. The people working there weren't wearing green or do you no, go to the pizza wearing, place? With they were robots? all wearing white. Oh, maybe it's because it's like a work uniform thing. Yeah. You seriously didn't know yesterday was St. Patrick's Day? I'm Irish. <laughs> I I mean, some Irish people loathe St. Patrick's Day because it's a bastardization of the patron saint of Ireland. But um, This is where they killed all the snakes, right? He, he didn't kill them. He just drove them out. He was very oh. humane. Yeah. She, no, ser- I, seriously, I completely did not know that yesterday was fucking St. Patrick's Day. Huh. That surprises uh, me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I would have at least thought my mom would have said something because we're Irish on her side of the family. Yeah, you didn't and have, she did like, not mention anything about it being St. Patrick's Day at all. Do was you, there a parade and stuff? Uh, the parades were last weekend because for some Fuck, reason- I didn't even know there were parades. Yeah, Hartford was last weekend. I think New Haven was last Sunday. How did I miss all this stuff? I don't know. You don't leave your house. You're a hermit. You're a hermit person who just plays video games all day. Yeah, I, you know, I would have thought maybe that there would have been some sort of St. Patrick's Day uh, event in Fortnite or something. It was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't play Fortnite this weekend, so I don't know. Huh. But yeah, well, shit. I feel terrible now. Yeah, you should. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you missed an entire holiday. I, I honestly can't fucking believe it either. I mean, you don't watch like the news or anything, so you wouldn't have heard about it. But still, like, I feel like... Being on the internet, someone would have made. I mean, a, I like I I watch a lot of YouTube. I would have thought that somebody would have had like a special St. Patrick's Day episode of something. Yeah, or like the icon in the corner of YouTube wasn't like it was a wearing, shamrock or wasn't something wearing like, like a one of the buck green buckle hats or anything. Yeah, fuck. Maybe just no one else celebrates it either. I I celebrated. I went out with friends. Oh yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, danced a hearty jig, <laughs> drank me some Jameson. It was oh, a good man. day. Yeah. I was listening to Dropkick Murphys on Friday. Does that That's, count? Yes. All right, good. Yeah. All there right. you go. Get yeah. you in the spirit. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. Springtime's always when I listen to my Irish punk music. <laughs> Damn. I can't believe I fucking missed St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have done anything no. anyways. Well, well you're just a the big drinker, that, so like... Yeah, just the fact that I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah, they completely... I'm, I'm now kind of like worried about myself that I'm too withdrawn from the world. <laughs> You need to you need to get back into it a little bit. Get in touch with it. It's winter. Humanity. I hate winter. I'll do it when it's warm out. I know, but so I'm thinking like at work, at like the schools, there weren't St. Patrick's worked, Day des- decorations? By, no, there weren't actually. There was no St. Patrick's Day stuff anywhere. No they, yeah, that's a good point. I would have thought like the school they would have had shamrocks all over the place. Or yeah, something. like in the cafeteria or something. Like No. You know. Huh. There's no cafeteria in the school they work at. That's weird. Where do yeah, the kids they eat, lunch? eat in their classrooms? That's awful. Especially if you're a fucking janitor. Yeah. And you have to clean up after them. That's terrible. Yes. We're going to have a separate discussion about this afterwards and all the reasons I feel like that's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, but yeah, Joe missed a holiday. Goddamn. Un- unbelievable. Yeah. 
Did you just continue to wear gray like you're wearing now? Just like all gray? Yes. No color whatsoever? Actually, yes. It would have been really funny if you had just happened to be wearing a green shirt. You know what? Actually, I went over to my friend's house yesterday, and he never mentioned anything about it either. And was he drinking or drunk or wearing beads of any kind? No. He just got off of his fireman training. Oh, okay. No. No St. Patrick's Day in, huh? No. Weird. His, uh, his shirt did have shamrocks on it. Did it really? Yeah, but I thought it was just a fireman thing. <laughs> no, it's a St. Patrick's Day thing. <laughs> no, he was wearing like, a, it was his fireman uniform shirt. It yep. had like the fire station on it, and it had an American flag on the shoulder. Yeah. And one of the rows of the bars on the American flag were shamrocks. Huh. And that was all. It wasn't like shamrocks oh, all over. Okay. It was just the American flag had shamrocks on the bar. Okay. And I remember looking at him going like, it's really weird that they would have those. But like, I know that like firemen kind of have like a, an Irish heritage to it. Yeah. Well, that's because a lot of like Irish people were firemen back yeah. in the day. Um, so I, I knew that's just kind of what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I was there. But it might have just been they gave him like special uh, St. Patrick's Day shirts to wear. It's entirely possible that that's what happened. Yeah, it seems like that's probably what it is now. Fuck, I can't believe it. I feel like such a fucking idiot. Well, Joe, since you're withdrawn from society and don't participate in uh, Americanized holidays honoring Irish saints, um, and you play video games, what'd you play this week? Um, I finally got my uh, analog Super NT. Your Super Nintendo? Yeah, the HD Super Nintendo okay. thing that came out. Um I kind of fucked myself a little bit with it early on. Why? What did you do? Uh, well, uh, when I ordered it, uh, it, it doesn't come with a contro- any controllers. It doesn't come with any controllers? It doesn't come with any controllers. Not even like a Super Nintendo controller or anything like that. Weird. Yeah. But I had the uh, 8-bit do yeah, uh, from wireless the- controllers that I got with the... Uh, Super Nintendo Classic. The, yeah, the Super Nintendo Classic. Yep. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'll just use those. But the only thing is that those have, like, the, the special little clip dongles that, like, only work for yeah, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, they look like the bottom stuff. of the Wii remote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, that's the thing. Um, whereas the one uses just, like, a regular, you know, Super, Super Nintendo yeah. plug-in. So I went online, and I'm like, okay, they sell uh, little dongles that yep. you can get to plug those in. I have them right here in front of us. Also from 8-Bit Do. I'm looking mm-hmm. at one right now. Yep. So Looks I, like a standard Super Nintendo, like, male end, and then a USB. Well, those are just... Those just pop out. Yeah. That's just for if you wanted to plug it in and use it in a computer. Yeah, because it's a it's a Bluetooth receiver. Yeah, it's just a Bluetooth receiver, but it has yeah. a Super Nintendo uh, input. Yep. Um, so I ordered two of those. They were 25 bucks a piece. And I was like, I'll just use these instead. Um, and then my uh, analog Super NT showed up, and I plugged those into my the Super NT, and I grabbed the 8-bit controllers, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to get them to pair connect. Them. Yeah, because yeah. it has like just a little standard red button on it. Yeah, press a pairing that, button. And it, and it, yeah, it starts flashing blue to, to connect to it. Yep. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to figure out why it's not connecting, because it's not connecting. Is it not Bluetooth? It was not Bluetooth. <laughs> Uh, it turns out when you look at the thing, it says works on all 8-bit do Bluetooth controllers. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the controller and I'm looking at the controllers on the website uh, that they're like, you know, these ones. And underneath where it has like the standard Super Nintendo logo, it says uh, Bluetooth on it. And then I look at the ones in my hand and it says uh, 24.4 hertz. Mm-hmm. And I'm like going like, huh, shit. 
these ones aren't Bluetooth. It's no wonder they're not connecting the, the thing. And it turns out that the, uh, the ones that they made for the Super NT are the only ones that work on the 24.4 hertz frequency. Gotcha. And they're basically all designed only to work with this, the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo Classic. Yep. So I was like, oh, God damn. I spent $25 on these things. Can you return them? Uh, no. Really? Uh, they won't I, you like I took them out of the packaging already and oh. everything. I bought them off of Amazon. Mm. I mean, maybe I could give it a try and see. Um, but uh, I bought them also a couple weeks ago. It was almost a month ago that I bought them. Eh, in try inter- it out. In, 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 in like anticipation of this coming out. Yeah. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, they tell you no. So yeah, give yeah. Amazon a call. Usually, they're pretty good about like, oh, it wasn't compatible with the thing I bought. I just want to return it. And yeah, the only thing is like it, they were bought from third party sellers. Oh, well, all right. I'm done trying to help you. I mean, I'll give it a try. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I buy the, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, God damn it. Uh, so I, I go and uh, I order the Bluetooth ones and the Bluetooth ones come with the dongle. So now I have four Bluetooth receiver dongles for two controllers. Yep. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So it took me a couple extra days to like get them to actually like get the working proper controllers. Luckily, it's a Bluetooth receiver, but it works with all Bluetooth stuff. So I just paired my uh, PlayStation Four controller oh, cool. and used that to play with it. Nice. It's, and then like it's the kind of thing where like this works perfectly fine, like it's perfectly yeah. adequate. It's not ideal, but it works. It's not the way I want to be playing it because like, if I want to be playing a Super Nintendo game, I want to be playing it like on a Super Nintendo controller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what so, about? Uh, and this was just a thought that I had now that it doesn't do you any good. Could you just, cause the eight bit do super Nintendo classic ones. You can play them wired. Cause I think you can play them on like a computer. Like they come with a controller. Couldn't you just plug it into the, this port and have it be a wired controller? I mean, worst case scenario. Wait, which ones are we? T- so the super Nintendo classic controllers, the 24 Hertz ones. I think you can also play them wired. Cause you have to charge them. So like they have a USB. Oh port yeah. They do them. have like a USB port. Can you just, Plug it into this because this has a USB port on it too. I don't know if that would work or not. I don't know if it's USB. This was at 3.0. What? No. It's or, just, I mean, what's the. This is just a mini USB. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're, I guess I'd have to get a double mini USB plug. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's entirely. That's a thing that you could get, but it doesn't matter. You already fixed the problem. I mean, either so. way, I have the controllers. Again, I'm done trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> either way, I have the controllers now. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like a little bit not too. I mean, I wasted. 50 bucks mm-hmm. possibly if I can't return them. Yeah. But uh, I was able to get like the clear controller, which I was like, I kind of want the clear one. Oh, so you can see inside and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it looks like a super Nintendo one, but it's made yeah, of, it like clear. clear plastic. Yep. Uh, and then I just got like a regular super Famicom version skinned one. Oh, with the color like buttons. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Instead of the like purple, purple and, and teal light purple. It's purple and light purple. Yeah, it's not. I don't teal. see colors. Well. I know you don't. Yeah, um, but so I mean, now I have those. I mean, I'm fine with it because yeah, I, you know, I, I I tried trading these in at the local uh, used video game store by your house, but they wouldn't take them, and I was kind of like, oh, why the fuck not? Yeah, give me ten bucks for them. I don't care at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did also screw myself a second time when I realized that. Uh, Initially, I thought they only sold the controllers with the dongle, the Bluetooth ones, and they totally sold them without the dongle. Oh, okay. Well, your giant mistakes aside, how yeah. is the Super NT? Are you enjoying it's it? It's pretty great. Yeah? Yeah. How does it look on a like a regular flat screen HD TV? It because looks Because you're just playing the old cartridges. Yes, but they're being played like upscale to you know be compatible with that like it moves a lot it removes all sorts of all the different 
like visual problems that you would have thought, you know, with a standard uh, CRT TV. Yeah. Um, it, they look fantastic. Uh, I mean, it makes them look like, yeah, you played the Super Nintendo Classic. They, they look yeah. like every cartridge, every Super Nintendo game looks like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, with the new like HD graphics. It has all sorts of different settings that you can do. So actually, if you wanted to, you could add the scan lines into the game if you wanted to have that like classic feel to it. Yeah, authentic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can mess with like the different you know sizes and everything. Um, What'd you play on it? Uh, I was playing... Uh, even though I could have been playing it on the Super Nintendo Classic, I was playing uh, Link to the Past. Okay. Uh, mainly just because I wanted to make sure that my Link to the Past cartridge still worked. Yeah. Um, at first, it did not, and I got like a little nervous, and then I, you know, cleaned off the conductors and stuff like that. Got some rubbing alcohol, to clean it all off. Uh, still did not work. I was like, "Fuck, I'm pissed now that my did copy you blow into it? I blew into okay. it. Okay. I mean, I technically, you're not supposed to do that, but whew. Good yeah. thing you tried it. You see, you know what? I didn't try putting my shirt over it oh, and then blowing it. That's it. the proper way to blow, so that way you don't get any of the spit in there. Yes. That's what I've been told. Uh, and it still didn't work even after cleaning the conductors. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God damn it. That sucks. That I, like, I mean, I could buy another one, but I don't want to like fork over 50 to 60 bucks for another copy. Yeah, you even already though, just Even though I could $50. play it on that. Even though I could still play it on the Super NT. Just the fact that like I want to have a working cartridge of it. Of course. So then I was just like, oh, God damn it. I was like holding my hand, like slapping it against the palm of my hand. Yeah, and I what? gave it like one good whack and put it in and it worked fine. Well, so I just know. needed to be jostled a little bit to yeah. work good. Ooh, tough love. Yeah. Uh, I played around with the uh, Super Game Boy uh, 2 to try all the different games on it and make sure everything worked all your games work yep so i was playing a lot of the like game boy wrestling games and stuff on nice. it uh played some um super wrestlemania and uh royal rumble for the super nintendo mm-hmm. um and uh i played some of the famicom games just to like see how they were because i didn't have a way to test them beforehand yeah uh so i was just playing like the super famicom version of super mario world and uh super mario kart and I mean, you, you're not, you don't do a lot of reading in no. Super Mario World or anything like that. So it just kind of felt like playing those. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so far, I, I really, really love it. Um, I did download the, uh, the, uh, ROM for, uh, or the mod, I guess, for playing ROMs on it. Oh, you can play ROMs on it? Yeah. Which we don't uh, don't recommend. Or, yeah, yes, don't, it's terrible. Don't condone don't, any. Don't do any of that. Former fashion. No, no, no. Yeah. Everything's above board here. But if you were to do it, did, did you play any ROMs? <laughs> I did not actually. Oh, okay. I just downloaded the program. Good. That was a it. test to see if you were an illegal pirate. You're yes, right. a vest. Uh, so I, I I went online and people were like, "Oh yeah, it's like up and it like works super easy." Um, it's the kind of I was like reading in the, the like the GitHub. Uh, message messaging group where they were talking about how when the thing came out they were like all right let's get to work figuring out how to like crack this thing so yeah. that we can uh, put stuff on it because up until this point or up until that point you could only basically you would have to get like a uh, super nintendo cartridge that has a sd slot in it mm. and you would put the cart the slot the sd card in the cartridge and put the cartridge in and run the roms off of that yeah whereas this one has an sd card slot in the system itself oh cool so they're like all right how do we like get past the firmware in order to p- play that stuff and then all of a sudden somebody just emailed them the code in order to get it to run why would you put it on there if you didn't want people to do that like what's its what purpose does it serve outside of putting roms on it like, why would you need to have a workaround? Of what? Like, why would the system have an SD card slot if not for the express purpose of putting ROMs and things on there to play from the system? 
Well, that's the thing. Like, they, why would it be built in if they, it's not what they wanted? They said, like, they went to the, you know, the things came out and everyone was like, all right, let's get to work on cracking this. And all of a sudden, like, the modders or the, the hackers or whatever the hell they are, uh, somebody just emailed them the code to yeah. let it run the ROMs. And they were just like, we were getting ready to work on it. And then somebody just out of nowhere emails us the thing to get it to work. And they're basically like, it's obviously it was the guy that made the system. Yeah. Like, he didn't want his name on it, you know. Yeah. I'm just thinking, why would there even need to be a workaround? But I guess it's so that way he can claim, like, I didn't build it that way. Yeah. But other, I mean, but it, like, it why was, is there a slot? It was sold just to play cartridges. Yeah. It's not sold for a modding machine. No. Obviously, they don't want you playing ROMs on this. But why is there a slot? But why is there? I mean, just in case, you know, in case something. What? Some uh, Super Nintendo game comes out. Uh, on a, a yeah, actually, card? Uh, it does have firmware updates. It's not connected to the internet, so but you can update the firmware oh, through okay. the SD card slot. All right, I guess that's fine then. Yeah, because when I first got it, I just downloaded the newest firmware and put it in there just to make sure it worked. But nice. then after that, I went online and somebody says like, "Here's the thing," and so I like put it in and it. it just, you know, normally when you turn the system on, you put a cartridge in, you turn the system on, it says, like, run cartridge, uh, play Super Turrican, play Super Turrican 2, because it has uh, two games already installed on it. Oh, cool. Super Turrican, Super Turrican 2, um, and then, like, options. And then you, I put the firmware in, and it says, like, play cart- or play off cartridge, play off card, memory card, mm. play Super Turrican, and say play Super Turrican 2. Got it. Yeah. So uh, it works super easy. There's no hassle, no Sweet. crazy stuff you have to do. You just put it on an SD card and it works. And there was already like a pre-approved list of like 400, 500 games that they were like, these ones all work, work with, with it. No issues, yeah. yeah. And not only that, it doesn't just play Super Nintendo play games. It also plays anything 16-bit. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like a TurboGrafx-16 games can work on it also. Genesis and... Uh, Genesis 8-bit. Genesis is 8-bit? Isn't it? Didn't no. It? I think Genesis is 30. Because Genesis came out at the same time as Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. You're right. I think it is 16-bit. I believe so. Yeah. I'm going to double check that as someone who never owned a Genesis. But looking it up, checking to see what the system was. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I don't know like where it would say this here. It might say it like right on the front of the system. Yeah, 16-bit. Right yeah. on the front of the system. There you go. Oh, that's the Mega Drive is 16-bit. Oh, is it? That's what this is. Uh, yeah, it says Mega Drive. I've never seen that before. I have a Mega Drive, and it's not like that at all. I mean, so wait, is this 32 then? No, it just says cartridge unit. It doesn't say in big letters anything. All I know is that uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Sure does. Slash don't. <laughs> but I'm glad you're having fun with it. Yeah, I still need to play around with more. I have a bunch of games that I want to... Like, yeah, you've been collecting games for a while now, so... Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, stockpiling all sorts of things. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I want to figure out how to like hook it up for streaming, because mm-hmm. I'd like to like stream some of the old Super Nintendo like wrestling games. Yeah. I have the WCW one in the mail right now, like on the way. Nice. Well, let me know when you do that. I'll do commentary. Nice. Uh, and then, so I played that. Um, or I played around with that. Uh, I also got um, uh, the Fortnite Battle Royale uh, iOS version. All right, let's talk about it because I'm super intrigued by it as someone who's been playing a lot of Fortnite re- mm-hmm. recently. I know you're really into that. And I only have an Android phone, so mm-hmm. I can't play it yet. Yeah, because it's only on, on iOS. 
What did you think? I only played it when you got over here. I played one round. Mm -hmm. What did you think? How many rounds did you play? Just one handful? I played like three or four rounds. Okay. What are your initial impressions slash takeaways? I mean, obviously, it's a little bit hampered because of the fact that you're playing it on a a phone. Mm -hmm. It's all like the touchscreen controls are weird and kind of hard to get used to. Yes. Um, Especially when comparing to the fact that like you're playing also against people on consoles. No. Are you not? No. Is it by only de- people on phone? By default, you're playing against people on mobile only. The only time in which you're doing crossplay is if you specifically party up with someone on another thing. As oh. far as I can tell. I mean, granted, I didn't get to look at your settings or whatever it is on there, but from all the articles that I was reading, that's how the crossplay works. I think it's on their FAQ. It says, by default, you're playing just against mobile people. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I thought you were. I was playing against also people on consoles because when I started up like the account and asked me to choose what system mm-hmm. I was playing through, like what account I guess I had. So it said like PlayStation, Steam, uh, Xbox, and something else. I don't remember what it was. I assume that's just so that way if you bought a battle pass or so that way you can take your specific character maybe. Yes, because I DLC loaded it up and, and it had all of my stuff from my play, my Xbox version of the game. Yeah. So it had like the knight armor that I had. Yeah. And um, I assume my that's levels the only reason why. Okay. Not necessarily that that's who you're playing against, but just okay. from what I just from what I remember reading about it. All right. So it's possible to do crossplay, but All right. Um, but the, I mean, it, it's a little hard to get used to the controls. It, it is weird. Um, there are certain things that are tailored specifically for that, that I like that you yes. can tell are like designed for, you know, just because you're playing it on the phone mm-hmm. as opposed to playing it on a, on a console. Uh, and the things that they do, uh, like when you're playing, there's a, uh, an awareness circle around your character on the screen. Yep. That indicates like where certain things are. So like if there's gunfire, it'll tell you what direction the gunfire is coming from. As opposed to you having to guess or you having to wear a headset that has like a 360 audio that helps you figure out where it is. Yeah. And then like, like that. it also shows you like footprints when the sound of footprints when people are coming around. You can hear, you can still hear them, but you're right. You're like not hearing them, you know. As clearly as if you were wearing a, a gaming headset. Yeah. So it shows you like where the footprints are. So at one point in the game, I was hiding in like a little shed all by myself, just mm-hmm. trying to like whittle away time. Um, and then I could see like the footprints of somebody like walking around the shed that I was in. And I was like, oh crap, do they know I'm in here? <laughs> like, oh, uh, you know, you start getting a little bit like paranoid. Yeah. Um, they knew I was in there. <laughs> they killed me. <laughs> they were aware. Yes. <laughs> They're very, very aware. Yes. Um, and like it does some some things like uh, you know auto pick up items. I do like that as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff where, uh, and the other one you have to actually like press a button in order to you know pick up the certain guns. And this yeah. one you just automatically pick the things up because you know there's not a lot of like as precision. No. It, when you're playing, it's a little wonky. Yeah. Then you don't want to like take the time to like stop and like look down at the items and click on the certain things. Yeah. Once you fill up your inventory slots and it gets to the point where like you can't pick up anything else, that's where you kind of have to, you know, you select what weapon you want and then like click on the weapon you want to pick up and it'll drop and swap them out. But I mean, usually you kind of are pretty well stocked mm-hmm. before you actually like run out of space. Um, it looks great. It does. It looks exactly. It looks exactly like it does on the console. I didn't really run into any lag. You you ran into a little bit lag when you were playing. Just a little bit. Just in it, the beginning, like while yeah. you were 
flying in. Which happens on console too. When everyone's flying in, it, mm-hmm. it can get a little janky sometimes. Yeah. Um, one thing that is hampering down the experience though, and I've seen it now hampering down the the PS4 experience as well, is that um, like the draw distance is a lot shorter. So you get assets popping in which is not good for a game where you're on the lookout for any kind of movement or change to the environment. Yes. So all of a sudden, like you're running and you see like a tree pop in. You're like, oh my God, is that a person? Oh no, it's just a fucking tree. But I feel like that's going to distract you because you're going to look at the tree that just popped in and you're going to miss the guy running on the other side mm-hmm. because the bigger object just popped into view. Yeah, and then you also got to worry about like how far does a draw distance work when comparison to people because you don't all of a sudden want somebody just appear yeah. you know, in front of you. Well, when I was going down and trying to chase down the, that one person, like I could see him from a pretty far mm-hmm. thing away. Uh, the problem that I had was the aiming on on there is atrocious. Yeah, uh, but you're also your phone the is precision. Yeah, I have just a uh, was that seven regular seven plus. That's not no, that's yeah, not regular. A plus. Yeah, it's not a plus. I don't no. have a plus. Yeah, so it might be easier if you're playing on like an iPhone Plus or the iPhone. The iPhone yeah. X is probably the best way to play it. I've, I've people have said iPhone X is is the best way to play it. Yeah, um, I want to download it on my iPad Mini just to see if it works better on that. It probably would. I haven't given that a try yet. Well, because the one thing I was noticing about when I was playing on your phone is that because you have the smaller sized iPhone. All of the touchscreen things are very close to one mm-hmm. another. So, like, the fire button is really close to the walking circle. Yeah, and it's very easy to, like, slide your finger over. Yeah, and just hit you're, it. You're trying to go to touch to move, and you accidentally too. I was routinely accidentally firing my gun off yeah. while playing it. Um, it's nice that shooting is just tapping the screen. Mm-hmm. That works really well. Um, I do like, like... Like you were saying, the like the meter around you that shows where noise is coming from. Really enjoy that a lot. I do like how you can just walk through things. I wish the regular game had that. Yeah, you don't have to actually press a button to open doors anymore. You just no. automatically open them. Yeah. Um, so I do like that about it. I would like that to be in the console version. And then like if my inventory gets full, then I can press square or X to pick things up. Or I can like, even in the mobile one, just, okay, just press the thing that I want to pick up and the thing that I want to drop and things like that. But um my biggest thing is going to be, you know, if I, if and when I play it, which probably won't be that much on my phone, even though my phone is bigger than yours, um, I just want controller support, which it, it's not available now, but they said that most likely there will be Bluetooth controller support coming. And like, I have a Bluetooth controller that has like a slot to put your phone in. So it holds the phone. So I would just be like holding it right there. Uh, Cause then that would be a worthwhile way to play like on the go or somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean, as of right now, like it's a it's a good, it's you a good know, first you start. Have, you have ten minutes to kill, you know, yeah, kind of thing, because I, the games aren't very long, no. so it, it's a great way to just like kill a little extra time if you have it. The only thing I haven't really worked like looked into to see how badly it kills your battery. That was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. Is after the amount of time you played, did you notice a significant drop off in your battery or anything like that? Uh, when I was playing, it was hooked up to. Uh, it was plugged a in. charger. The, oh, yeah, okay. the phone was charged, like plugged in. Gotcha. Um, so I, I need to like give that a test just to see like how much how yeah. much in the course of a round like before it starts, see how much battery I have, and then afterwards see how much battery I have. Because I can imagine it's probably a pretty good battery killer. Well, I mean the screen's on for the whole time. It's definitely running. You know, a pretty a lot decent of processing yeah, power. So putting into it. Yeah, it's probably not. You know. I'm sure it's whatever the Wi-Fi connection is going over time. Yeah. 
So I wonder if you were playing on uh, like on 4G or like on not Wi-Fi, if it was like how how much data you'd be using for someone who's like Ooh, playing on a yeah. train or playing in a car or something like that. Yeah, I, I'd have to assume it would probably be pretty taxing, but I'd be interested to see the actual numbers on it. But yeah, I'm intrigued by it. Again, controller support. Once controller support comes, I'm, I'm game. I definitely have Bluetooth controllers now. Sure do. <laughs> uh, as do I. So I'll be looking forward to that. Did you play anything else this week? Uh, I played a little bit of Kirby. Me too. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, There's Kirby Star Allies for the Switch. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I picked just up Kirby Star Allies for the Switch. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very Kirby-esque. Yeah. There's a lot of parts of it that I like. I kind of wish that I could just play it by myself because this is the one where it's all about allies. It's meant to be played as a four-player game. Yes. I was playing it by myself. I played it as a four-player game. So yeah. we have different versions of this. Yeah, experience. Um, I kind of really hated the AI characters mm. like following me around because um, it usually was just kind of like hectic and I had a hard time like keeping an eye on me Yeah, because they were running around doing their own thing and attacking stuff. I got the same feeling, but when I was playing with other people too. Yeah, I can imagine it might be like, at least in that one, you'd be able to like spread out a little bit. Not really, because you can never be too far away from Kirby because you always get sucked back to Kirby. Oh, do you? Yep. Okay. It's not like other games where, like I remember in, was it the new Super Mario Brothers on the Wii? If you guys were spread out, the screen would zoom out so you could see everybody. This is, if you go off screen, you automatically get sucked back to Kirby. Oh. Yeah, which I don't. Yeah, I don't Especially really like, like I mean, were you playing it, all of you were playing on one TV or were you each holding your own Switch? No, we were all playing on one TV. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have like download play or anything like that. Like, oh, well, I was just wondering like if you were all playing on your own Switch, could you pretty much be doing your own thing? Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. We were all just playing on one TV. I didn't buy the game. I was playing uh, hmm. with a friend. So, um, I, like, it was fun. It just seemed too easy. And I don't know if that's just because we were playing the earlier levels, if it gets harder. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking when it was hectic because the three AI guys would just run up and annihilate everything that got near me. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it was like. We were playing against bosses and it was just the boss. Like we, we had to face the the tree, like, you know, the main tree yeah. from like Kirby's dreamland or anything. And we all just walked up to the tree and just spammed our attack and killed it almost instantly and took no damage. <laughs> it's like, I, I know Kirby games aren't really that hard, but I need more. Yeah. Like, you I don't need, want just to walk through everything. Game. Yeah. I need some challenge. Like, I don't need it to be like, you know, Bloodborne or anything or, uh, you know, any of those like types of like crazy games, but I need something. Like, I need a challenge. But we were playing early levels and I mean, we're all really good at video games. So maybe that was it. But mm. um, I get the sense that it, it's not very difficult. But that could just be the the early parts of it. And then no, later on, I it, mean, I definitely was getting the same feeling. Uh, the only thing I like, it felt that it was a little bit more puzzly mm -hmm. uh, than previous ones, just because of the way that you had to like use the power fusion stuff. Which I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Depending on like the characters you have following your uh, Kirby yeah. around, you could do different things. Like uh, I was the rock form Kirby and I had a water guy with me and it yep. turned into a curling stone Yeah, like the when I fused stone. him and he would just like fly all over the screen back yeah. and forth like knocking into stuff yep. and you had to like use that to like hit you know buttons on the walls to in order to like move the, the stage around to get through it yeah i thought that kind of stuff was cool yeah there's a there's a couple of stuff that reminds me and of I, I definitely thought of you when the curling stone popped up because i love me some curling yes uh there was also stuff in there that was like it seemed very nest like from uh like smash brothers and earthbound and stuff where that big electric ball was a, an attack for one i think someone also had a yo-yo 
as mm. a like a, a thing that you could attack with. But I like that you could get those powers and then you could electrify them, or you could like the yo-yo could be on fire, yeah, or something like that. Get the sword and then turn it into a fire sword or yeah. a frost sword. Yeah, I really like that stuff to it. So I mean, it's an intriguing game. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. I just like I'd be content just playing with other people for the people that do have it. But I don't know. Like I had fun with it. But it wasn't anything where I'm like, oh my god, this is a must buy. I need to play this game. Yeah, I only played like the first three levels of the game. I didn't get too far into it. Um, I- I'm hoping you're right that it gets a little bit more challenging later on. Yeah, maybe more puzzles and stuff. Um, like you know, I-, I like a good game that like you're not too challenged it's more about like the collecting of stuff yeah. so like i'd like to go around and just collect everything like all the puzzle pieces yeah and, yeah um but you're right like i just don't want it to be a walk in the park no and the early levels definitely feel like that especially when you're playing with human people i was wondering if maybe by yourself it's a little bit more difficult but it doesn't it's kind of like why i almost case. wish you could turn off the other characters yeah and not have them following you around well the problem Although is that you need them for like the fusion power stuff yeah so many of the things in that game are you need to have two people with this kind of power set so they can turn the rock into a electric rock and that breaks a wall that flips a switch that lets you go get puzzle pieces or a key or something to get you to the next like part of the air the stage yeah i almost wish there was some sort of thing in it where you could like bank abilities but not have to actually have them following you around yeah yeah cuz it did it felt like it was kind of it was almost distracting yeah it could be a cool thing where, like, if you're Kirby and you've got the sword and you kill a fire guy, guess what? You now have a fire sword. Yeah. And that will help you then. Or you or you can just eat two, like, people. Yeah. Like, and then join powers and then, Yeah, and then, way. like, combine them that way. Yeah. Yeah, that would be something where it's like, okay, good. Now I can play by myself because I can do this thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. Either way. I didn't get to the point where, like, I unlocked any of the legendary characters. Oh, yeah, we did. We we had Meta Knight, and King DDD was one that was, like, in the rotation, but we never, like, unlocked it. Because mm-hmm. there's a place that you go in, like, the main hub world. That makes, that, like, a roulette wheel thing yeah, that, that randomly lands on one of them. Yep, and that lets one of the characters in the party play as that person. And that's what the DLC that they announced at the Nintendo Direct will be, is more people that can be added to that spinning wheel. So, yeah, I don't know. Are you going to keep playing it? Oh, yeah, I definitely want to give it like, okay. another shot because I do like Kirby games. So playing a Robobot, I had a blast playing that one. Mm-hmm. I just hope there's a little bit more to this one. Yeah, same. Yeah. Anything else you play this week? Uh, Nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, I had a pretty busy week. I played a lot of stuff. I finally played What Remains of Edith Finch, which I had been wanting to play for a while. Finally bought a couple weeks ago. Finally actually played. It's very short. You can I 100%ed it in like, three four hours something like that oh wow um but i only paid 10 bucks for it so i don't feel like gypped or anything like that it's really good um it's it's now what what is this one because like i said there was a lot of games that kind of came out in a short span of time that were all kind of similar so this is one of those games where it's not technically a walking sim but it's like did you ever play uh gone home Yes. Okay, so it's kind of like that, where you're going through... Basically, you're this girl who goes back to her family home, and she hasn't been to in years. Wait, and, are you talking about Randy Vina Finch or Gone Home? Well, technically both. Okay. Because um, <laughs> these are the same games. Yeah. Um, 
But so she like she's narrating. She gets home. This house is crazy and weird, and it looks all like basically the premise is is that every this has been a family home for generations, and every time someone in the family dies, they board up the room and leave it as is. And every time there's new family members, they just build additions onto the house. All right, that's interesting. Yeah, and so this girl is going back through, and this was always a scenario where she didn't know a lot about her family history because her mom didn't want her to know. So she goes and is learning about the history of her family through all of the different rooms of her like ancestors. So these are aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, great grandparents, things like that. So you're learning the history of this family. And like, I'm not going to get too much into it just because it is a, a cool story to unravel. And basically when you're in each room, you have to like, you know, you look around the room to find pieces of what to do and like, there's always like one like piece of paper or a notebook or some kind of memoir or piece of memorabilia or something like that that then takes you into um, a specific story and all of them have a different look and feel and play style to them. So there's so ones. What where, kind of game is it then? Uh, so you're still doing like the the walking around and like investigating drawers and opening stuff up. Is it first person? Yes. Okay. And then when you're playing through like the individual room stuff, it varies on what you're doing. Like one part, the guy is working at a, like a fish processing canning plant and it's telling you this one story while you're also like pretending to put the fish in a, like a head removal machine. And so you're just using the joysticks to do that while other stuff is happening. So, Hmm. um, it's never too intense. Like it doesn't all of a sudden become a first person shooter or anything like that. It was no some monsters are chasing you. Uh, no, not nothing really like that, but, um, it's really good. I highly recommend it. It's again, it's very short. You, I like, I found it on sale. I think normally it's only like 20 bucks, but, um, it's good. I mean, the I graphics are nice. Have and, it. I think I got it for free. For no, we went, the plus. we went over Did this we go before. Over that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were thinking of some other game. We That's checked right. it when I bought the game and was talking yes. about maybe yeah. playing it. So I was like, I don't know if this is that one or if this is um... no nope, something else. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a really fun game. I really I'm glad that I I'm glad that I played it. It got all kinds of acclaim last year. It was on a lot of people's games of the year list, and I can 100% see why. So uh, can't recommend that game enough. Uh, this week I also played uh, Bridge Constructor Portal. I picked you were that excited for that one. I was. I always liked bridge constructor games. I remember playing them back on like you know Max in middle school. Like just hey, build a bridge and get the truck across. And so that's the fairly simple idea of it. Then you throw portals into the mix, and Glados is there, and the turret robots, and all the things that you like from the portal games are all present and accounted companion for. Cubes. Yep, companion cubes, all that kind of stuff. So that adds a new wrinkle to a bridge constructor game, which is good because I don't know now if I would be super down with just a standard bridge constructor game. I feel like I'd probably have fun, but after a while it would just be like, all right, I'm just building more bridges. Uh, this has a little bit more of a puzzly aspect to it because you are using portals. Granted, the portals are set up specifically for you. So you're not like shooting a portal gun while driving the truck. So the portals like are already that. there. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to get the, the trucks or the testing carts through. And if like, if the truck, you know, wavers in any way or like kind of falls and then writes itself, the drivers in it will like jump to their death and just like, you know, just funny little portal-esque aspects to it. Um, but I, I really like it. I, I'm not very far doing it to build. And then if you make it through, if you make the truck go through, then you completed it. Then you can do what's called a convoy, which is anywhere from like three to six 
trucks all have to make it through on your course. So maybe one truck made it through, but it put a lot of weird tension on one of your bridges. Now, when a convoy is going through and there's two trucks on there at the same time, maybe your bridge isn't strong enough and it'll collapse the bridge. But I was never penalized. I don't. It tells you how much like materials you cost, but it, there's no. I haven't seen yet a downside to having a, a lot of materials. So I could just make the entire course out of bridges and bridge pieces, and it wouldn't penalize me in any way than if I just did it with the bare minimum of roads and like constructor pieces. Oh, that seems. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. I mean, it I, sounds like it's like fun in the extent where like go wild is always fun. Yeah. But also it feels like it eliminates the challenge. Well, the challenge is working in the portals and there are things like, especially once the turrets come into play, you know, you have to, you have to use a companion cube to take out the turret. But the, so figure that out too. So that's where I think the extra, like the extra challenge work it yeah, comes, in. comes in. But Again, I'm not super far into it, so maybe after a while, GLaDOS gets fed up with me wasting money and says, like, okay, now you only have X amount to spend to build your bridges. And maybe that's how the game gets harder as it gets deeper in. So mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. But it's a ton of fun. If you like Portal or Bridge Constructor games, this is definitely a worthwhile uh, endeavor. So I'm really enjoying it. I also played a crap ton of Splatoon this week because I'm fully back into that game again. Nice. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of Fortnite. I feel like it's jumped the shark now that Drake is playing and uh, setting all kinds of records. And did you see the record that they set? Over six hundred thousand people watching one stream. Yeah, I saw that. There was the. It was something like that. Bananas. Yeah. Uh, and the whole next day it was just like Drake played Fortnite. Did you guys see Drake played Fortnite? Who would know? Drake I played Fortnite. It, I heard it wasn't even all that like interesting. <laughs> it's just. I mean, you're watching the guy Ninja, who's like the best Fortnite streamer. From yeah, he's the number I've, one yeah. most like subscribed Fortnite streamer. Yep. So you're watching him play. So automatically, like he's a good player. You're getting the same enjoyment out of watching him play as you would any other time. But now there's just that, like, oh, he's also playing with a celebrity, and this is who kind doesn't of really like, know what they're doing. Well, they kind of do, but they're obviously not as good as he is. Yeah, it'd be like if I played with him. Like, yeah, I'm not necessarily bad at the game, but I'm not his level of good. Like, I'm not great. Like, yeah. I definitely know people that are better than me. I wouldn't ever claim to be the like, great at the game, but. I mean, I'm not terrible. I'm not coming in 99th every time. So, yeah. It's, but you're getting the, the satisfaction of knowing that, like, just rapper like, Drake is playing Fortnite. I remember it was just kind of like, does, does everyone care about Drake this much? People love Drake. Why is everyone so excited that Drake played a video game? Yeah. Conan plays video games all the time. I love those, too. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. But I think it was more like the meme potential was really great. Because there are a lot of memes involving Drake. Uh, so I saw. Yes, what, he is very meme worthy. Yeah. So I saw my favorite was the um, the hotline bling video where he's like crouching down and he's like throwing his arm out. Mm-hmm. So it was that, but he was dropping like machine guns and like chug jugs <laughs> and stuff, med kits. We like Drake with those Drakes with those drops like this, and it's just you know him throwing them down. Um, so I really enjoyed that. So the memes have been very good. Uh, but that's really all I got out of it. But no, I've been playing a ton of Splatoon. Uh, I'm getting into the, some of the new things that I've missed that they've added since I stopped playing. Uh, and I'm enjoying the game just as much as I did before. Because that game's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely one I always kind of mean to go back to play more. Yeah, come on back. Yeah. Play play some Splatoon. Did they ever fix the multiplayer stuff? No, it's still a pain in the ass to play with your friends. You see, that was the problem. Yeah, you still got to get in the app and do all the dumb shit and all that, all that crap. Yeah. Still got to do it. It's still lame. But... I mean, they've they've made other tweaks that I like. So now you don't have to go back to the main menu if you want to change your loadout. So if you want to change clothes or change weapons, you don't have to back out of the party that you're playing in. You can just yes, there's an option to just do pain. it. Yeah. So that's cool. 
and I really like the new clan blitz mode, uh, which is a really weird mode, but still really fun. And then I didn't play this, uh, but I did go see the new Tomb Raider movie this week. I went to a screening of That's it on video Tuesday. Game related. It is super video game related, Joe. Good eye slash ear. Hmm. Um, it's not. I uh, I put a just a brief like little review on Twitter the night that I saw it, where it's not great, but it's not bad. Uh, it's definitely not the worst video game movie that I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, it doesn't, but it also doesn't like, all right, guys, this is it. The end all be all video game movie. This completely makes you forget about all the bad ones. This is the best movie that I've ever seen. It wasn't like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't imagine any no. of that to happen. Yeah, I didn't I've either. I've never watched the other. Did you watch the other two? No. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, I never watched the um, Angelina Angel Jolie, Jolie ones. ones. No, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big Tomb Raider person. I did you play the game? I didn't. Okay. So this was weird because... Uh, I feel like it did a good job as a Tomb Raider movie, though, and I won't spoil anything here, just like plot point wise. But she doesn't raid enough tombs, which I feel like is That's pretty essential. Actually, the first game you could say that exact same complaint. Yeah, it was um, like no tombs actually being raided in the first game. Yeah, so she needed to raid more tombs. I think uh, the one feel that I did get is it did kind of feel like an Uncharted game, and I know that the rebooted games feel very much like ripoffs of Uncharted, which, which are themselves of Tomb Raider. Correct, Dude Raider, as the people like to call it yeah. at the time. I mean, honestly, they're more ripoffs of Indiana Jones, but so is Tomb Raider to an extent anyway. So I got that same kind of feel um, for it, which is, I guess, a good thing. But it's uh, all the characters are one-dimensional, which people were like, I can't believe it. It's like, I I can. I can 100% believe that there are a bunch of one-dimensional characters running around this video game-based movie. Um, (laughs) But I think Alicia Vikander did a good job as Lara Croft. Like, she looks like Lara. She's running around. She kicks a lot of ass. Like, she does a good job. This is very much a situation where... Okay, you set up a world, you set up a character, she just kind of figures out what's going on in terms of like, oh, her dad was into some weird shit, and the occult is real, and tombs need to get raided now because shit's about to go down in the world. So I'm looking forward to a sequel, if they make one. I wonder if it'll be based off of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Could be. Hmm. Um, I don't... Like, I think that there was definitely elements taken from everything I've read from the newer game, uh, which is a game I do want to play, it's just... it. When it came out, it came out only on Xbox, and so then I forgot about it. Oh, yeah, it. I forgot about that. And it came out a year later on PlayStation, and by that point, like something better had come out on PlayStation that I wanted to play, and I was like, I'll get to it. And then the same thing happened with the second game. So they never come out at the time where the hype is real, mm-hmm. so I always forget about it, and therefore it goes on the back burner, and I don't actually get to play it. Um, I played the I played Rise, the second one, right? Is Rise? I played yes. that for like a couple of missions or whatever, and got killed by a bear at one point. It was just like, okay, I'll come back to this, and just never did. But yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to see a second one now that you've established who she kind of is, what her deal sort of is, and that kind of sets up for a better thing, but. I don't know. It wasn't terrible. The tomb raiding part was really great. Like when she was raiding tombs, that was fun. I they did a good job of that. There was like it felt like she was in danger, even though obviously I know she's not gonna die. But like, oh spoilers. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> if I'm excited for the sequel, it means she didn't make she she made it through. Um, so if you're a diehard Tomb Raider fan, I think you'll be okay with it. I don't think you'll be mad at the portrayal. But if you're just a regular moviegoer, it's probably one you can see when it comes to DVD or Netflix or HBO or whatever. Yeah. Um, so not the best I'm sure movie, I'll but not see the worst then, movie. And I'll give you a, a, my own little review from a perspective of a person that's actually played the game. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm so giving you my perspective like a as a moviegoer. Different point of view at that point. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just as a movie goer, what did but I think of I'm it? not interested in seeing it in theaters. No, there's really no need to. It's not one of those like, you need to see this on the biggest screen possible. It's, I don't know, it's fine. It's fine. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, um, and it's, but it's not the best either. I don't know. I gave it like a six, I think. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's fine. It's kind of what I was expecting. It's harmless. I was like, the action scenes look good from the stuff I've seen in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff in the plane, that's cool. Like, the stuff on the boat is cool, though there's really no reason why she needed to take a boat in the first place. She could have just taken a plane or a helicopter. Like, it, there's no real reason for it, but you got to set it up in it's a certain way. because it happened way. in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's like a six. It's a harmless movie. There's nothing particularly great, but there's also nothing particularly terrible either. So, yeah, it, I don't know. It's worth it if you're a Tomb Raider fan, but... Um, but yeah, so that was that was my week with gaming-related things. Uh, there is no real big news item this week, so we're going to jump right into the lightning round. And so happens, we got Tomb Raider news in the lightning round to start it off. So lightning round, we had talked about this uh, like a couple of months ago, I think, where Square Enix said that a new Tomb Raider was coming, and they were really excited to share more about it with us. Uh, the more came this week, where we got confirmation of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which was the name that had been leaked and rumored for a while now. Um, so it is the threequel in this new rebooted Lara Croft franchise. This one, though, will come to all of the platforms at the same time. So finally, I won't have to worry about waiting a year to play it. It's no longer Xbox timed exclusive. Um, it's coming out in September. September 14th, which is kind of really fast turnaround for a game that, I mean, was like leaked, but not really announced until just now. No, they said when they when they initially teased like we have we have exciting news you're getting a new Tomb Raider in 2018. Yeah. We'll show you more later. So that part we already knew. But yeah, still, it is something that's pretty quick. I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out, what, three years ago? End of 2015, maybe? I feel like even later than that. 20... It was like 2016. To... No, no. It would have been 2015 because it came out to PlayStation at the end of 2016. And it would have been like a year exclusive, I believe. Um, let me look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, November 2015. Yeah, okay. Huh, I could have sworn it was a lot sooner, like, more recently than that. Nope. Yeah, because I remember playing, the little bit that I played of it was on PlayStation at the end of 2016. So, because I wanted to try it out because I got the 4K TV, and it was one of those games that was, like, enhanced like the first for 4K. 4K ones. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to, like, see what it looked like, and, I mean... No shock, it looks fantastic. So, but uh, the trailer for this one looked, I mean, there wasn't like too much to it. No, it's got like a Mayan looking theme to it. Yeah, it almost has, has like a looks like it's kind of Mayan end times mm-hmm. thing, which seems a little outdated since 2012, you know, was yeah, a, the world a while ended. ago. Yeah, the world ended six years ago. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I really liked the last two. Um, yeah, they've been critically I'm, well received. Yeah, so. they're, they're kind of like they're one of the best kind of um, 3D versions of like a Metroidvania type game. Mm-hmm. I like the exploration aspect of it and how it's more like an open world. And it's you know you you come across areas that you're like I can't I don't know how to get in here yet. And it's later on you'll find like the thing that you need. And then there's a lot of good reason to like backtrack and explore a lot more and find like all the cool little hidden stuff. Yeah. So I'm a really big fan of those games. I'm pretty stoked for this one. I'm excited that it's not that far off. Yeah. Because like I said, I, I yeah, they said like, okay, there's going to be another Tomb Raider. And it's the kind of thing where like, yeah, of course there's going to be another Tomb Raider. Like, that's not a surprise. But I do like how it seems like a lot more games nowadays we're getting that like, okay, here's the game. It'll be out in like six months. Yeah. As opposed to the, here's a game. It'll be out in two years. Yeah. 
Well, I, I remember that we were, were we I think we were talking last year about how we weren't sure if we were going to get a new, another Tomb Raider because it seemed like all of the studios um, for Square Enix were working on Marvel projects. Oh, and yeah. so we were like, oh, is there going to be another Hitman? Is there going to be another Tomb Raider? Because the the studio that was working on Tomb Raider is making the Avengers game or they're making the other, whatever other one was coming out. I think there was a, a second Marvel game. Um, so it is good that we are, in fact, getting it and that it is right around the corner. And the fact that it's not timed exclusive means I'll most likely go through and like find a bundle that has both games and play both of them. Yeah. I'm sure you can get them pretty cheap now. Yeah. I mean, they're still like 40 bucks for really? the, the newer the definitive one. editions. Yeah. For the newer one, the other one's a little bit cheaper. I see them on sale all the time. I was actually really hoping that this weekend there'd be a sale. It's like, Hey, did you love the movie? Now play the game. Super cheap. Yeah. Are you excited for the third game? Get the other two. Yeah. It would have been a really good time to put them all on sale, but I'm sure I'll find it on a sale at some point between now and September. So I'll probably just play it at that point because now I don't have to wait a year and a half to play it on the, the console that I own. So I completely forgot that they did that. Yeah. It was a real, was real weird. pain in the ass Yeah, that like this franchise that started on PlayStation is a timed exclusive for Xbox. Yeah. Real kick in the nuts. Um, all right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got confirmation this week of what new game Geralt from the Witcher franchise is going to be in. As it was teased last week that he was going to be in a new game in 2018 that wasn't Witcher based. Uh, all signs pointed to what actually happened. Though there was some hope from some people that he might show up in Smash Brothers. That is not the case. Uh, he is, in fact, coming to Soul Calibur Six. Well, we can't rule out that he's not going to be a Smash Brothers That's also. That's true. We can't, yeah. But we definitively know that he's coming to Soul Calibur Six. Yeah. So that was confirmed this week. Yep. Uh, I mean, it seemed pretty obvious. Yeah. And he, he we talked about it last week. He fits more in that world than he would in Smash. And, like, the look of the character, it looks like it's going to play really well with, uh, yeah. with that Yeah, and game, from the so. trailer that showed off of uh, his, you know, his character announcement trailer, I guess you would call it, uh, he does look like he fits in very well. Um, the combat, like lends itself very well to the fighting game formula, especially that fighting game formula. Yeah, exactly. the, the soul caliber stuff, the swords and all mm -hmm. kinds of big all the, like, that. like the different magic attacks and stuff that you could do. Yep. It looked really good. It actually kind of made me a little bit more excited for soul caliber. Not because I like, I'm a huge Witcher fan or anything, but like I watched it going like, Oh yeah, soul caliber was pretty great. And not only is that, but they said like, this is the first of the like special guest characters. Oh, okay. So there are going to be more, from what they said, uh, I'm more interested to kind of see like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, I wonder who else is coming. Like, I hope it's not just like the other characters from Witcher, mm. which I mean would be kind of cool, but like, I'd like to see more of a variety of characters yeah, get added in. It's not as exciting as people that are a complete mystery from other games. Yeah. Or pop culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like the other ones, you know, like when they had Vader and Yoda. Yeah. It was very much like, okay, those characters go together. But then, uh, and then you had the Soul Calibur 2 that had like Link and Hihachi and Spawn, um, but those were all on different consoles. Yeah. So I'd like to see kind of like how well being able to mix other characters into this will work. And at the, well, at the beginning, and it'd be interesting Vader to see if like we're going to get, yeah, because Vader was PlayStation and Yoda was Xbox. Xbox at right? the beginning, yeah. They eventually DLC'd them over. Yeah. Where it was like, you know, a couple bucks and you get them in there, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do something like that with this one. Like, so far, it looks like Geralt is going to be just in the base game. Yeah. But they might be like, and then Xbox is going to get this character. You know, they'll be like, Xbox gets Marcus Phoenix yeah, with his Master chainsaw Chief. bayonet. Yeah. Or Master Chief with, uh... no, the Master Sol Chief was in Dead or Alive. 
Well, yeah, because that's like an Xbox. Thing. Yeah, but he I mean, was, could be. Or well, it wasn't Master Chief. It was like random Spartan. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess they could do that. And then like Nathan Drake. Yeah, I don't know Kratos. Uh, oh, Kratos I guess if would we're just good. going like people with giant ass weapons. Yeah, Kratos would be good. Yeah. Uh, Especially to capitalize on the fact that there's a new God of War. Yeah. But, yeah, Soul Calibur is one of those games that I always really like playing, but it's 100% dependent on what the special characters are. Like, I wouldn't have played Soul Calibur 4 if it wasn't for Vader being in the game. Yeah, I had no interest in Soul Calibur 5 because it didn't have a bonus character. Yeah, like I forgot that it was even a thing. Yeah. It seems like the the even ones are the only ones with the special characters then, because what was Soul Calibur 3? Because 2 was the one with all the different... Yeah, 2 was Link, Hihachi, and Spawn. Yeah. And then 3... I don't think 3 had any special ones, because I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, you know what? That's true. I don't think it did have anybody. Yeah, so it's a series I like. 4 had Vader and uh, Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, so it's a series I like, but it's 100% dependent on the special characters. So if there's more special characters to come, that gets me pretty pretty amped up to, to potentially play it. Uh, but yeah, uh, lightning round, next piece. Uh, we got some Call of Duty, not news per se, but some very intriguing comments uh, made to investors this week regarding Call of Duty. Uh, as we talked about last week, uh, Black Ops 4 is coming this year. Um, in a call with investors, uh, let's see, let me pull up the exact quote here just so I get it right. Um, so... In a meeting between Activision Blizzard and its investment firm, Activision uh, reportedly stated that they are keenly aware of how other game publishers have recently benefited from releasing titles in the popular battle royale genre, um, and then stated as well that management reminded investors that the company is a fast follower. So that leads a lot of credence to suggest that Black Ops 4 will most likely come with some kind of battle royale mode that would be interesting it is because um, i don't like the cash in clones of things yes that's the that was my immediate thing is like i don't like clones meanwhile granted, you love Fortnite. granted <laughs> that's what i was gonna say granted i didn't like that at first because i was like oh great here comes a cartoony clone of this game that everybody really likes oh actually look it's kind of fun so that was my immediate reaction to both that and this we're like great a cash oh great a- here's the next paladins exactly so i didn't really like that um, but then I thought about it and I was like, okay, Fortnite turned out to be pretty good doing its own thing. That was a spinoff of the thing that it was aping. You know, it added the building and had the cartoony look. It had different physics to it, it and it worked and it made for a fun game. Call of Duty made me think like, okay, I'm sick of Call of Duty games. Number one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going to. This is definitely a rush job because they wouldn't have known this was taking off the way that it did until the middle of last year, maybe. I if mean, they I were... feel like even more recent than that. Yeah. Well, like How PUBG would have been yeah. super popular around the beginning of last year because Fortnite came out and I think we discussed like September. Yeah. And Fortnite is really the one that like, I think kind of more launched it. Cause well, like it's at this definitely point, grown it to yeah. an expense. Drake's playing it for Christ's sake. Um, but so it have to be a late edition, which doesn't bode well for a tack on to a Call of Duty franchise that I already don't really care about. Yeah. But that being said, it would be more militaristic, I'm sure. It would also probably be first person, which would be a different take and an intriguing way in which to play that game. So it could be good. Yeah. 
like there right? is a first person mode. <laughs> there is a first person mode in PUBG. You can play like either first person or third person. Yeah. And you can also play like strictly first person matches where like everyone has to play in first person. Yeah. You can't switch between them kind of thing. Um, I would like to see, hopefully it would, I would assume it would be a very polished version of that. Yeah. Like no I, bugs, no yeah. cheaters. Even when, know. even when playing it, like it, it doesn't when you're playing PUBG in first person mode, it doesn't feel like you're playing a first person game. It feels like you're playing a third person game with a in a first person mode. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. It's like when I played uh NFL two K and they just put the the face mask in front of you so it looked like you were playing football in first person. Like it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Um so I would like to see what like a more much more polished and designed for first person yeah. version of that would be. Um, Call of Duty has always been like about small arena-based shootings. It's not Battlefield. No. I feel like Battlefield might have been better suited for this. Yes. Because they're the ones that know how to like make the big open world stuff. I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess it's not much of a difference, but like they're not used to making gigantic maps but to we... fit a hundred people on them. They're used to like eight versus eight yeah they could for this we don't know what this game looks like yet yeah like, that's sure. true they could be like hey you know what we've been getting our ass kicked by battlefield the last couple times we've gone up against one another in, in the same year maybe we do a battlefield style where it's a bigger map there's more things to it i don't think this will have vehicles i think this will probably stick to the Fortnite model of no vehicles uh, just because call of duty doesn't really do that for like you driving the vehicle in anything but story modes but, it depends on the ones that make it Treyarch used to do vehicles in theirs. Really? Yeah. In multiplayer? Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever. Which games? Like the Black what, the Black like Ops? Like World at War. You could drive vehicles in multiplayer? You could drive that? like tanks and stuff. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't remember that. Um, I mean, granted, that was, what, 12 years ago? Something like that? Yeah. So. I mean, I might be completely wrong, but I remember there being like multiplayer. Because I always thought that was the gripe things. against that versus Battlefield. Is like Battlefield has planes and tanks and all kinds of stuff that you can drive, and Call of Duty just has dudes running. But they were definitely like smaller scale battles. It wasn't like Battlefield where it was gigantic yeah. battlefields. It was like, oh shit, here comes a tank, run kind of thing. But I'm intrigued. I want it like the fact that they say they're fast followers means this year. Mm. Um, and I feel like that would be an add-on to Call of Duty. Unless, do you think they put out a standalone Call of Duty Battle Royale? That would be interesting. Like a $30 standalone thing? Yeah. Yeah, $30. I mean, I don't think they'd go free-to-play. I don't think that's... No, me neither. You know, I don't think that's their, their model for it. But Although I'm wondering if... out for the Fortnite. Yeah. But again, that's Fortnite with its cartoony look. And if you're going to do you're a Call of Duty You're not putting nearly one, as much effort into like creating a ultra-realistic yeah. Call of Duty game, which is another thing I'd be interested to see because Call of Duty games, they look amazing. Even in the multiplayer, like, the maps are very intricately designed. Yeah. And Battlefield, uh, or not Battlefield, um, PUBG, like, it still looks kind of... It looks like a mod for a different game. Yeah, it looks like crappy, like, skins and stuff. Yeah. It, it, there's not a lot of high-texture stuff, not a lot of great designs, a lot of buildings that are being reused where you're like, I know the layout of this building because I've been in it 50 times and there's 20 of them like within the, you know... Yeah, it's all very similar. Of me. Yeah. So, I mean, I like to see, you know, what a highly detailed looking thing with that. Yeah. And that's a that's its own niche market. Like, mm-hmm. that's a different take on the genre. I'd also like to see if they did something where it's like, sometimes you're playing with modern weapons, sometimes you're playing with futuristic weapons, sometimes you're playing with World War II stuff. So like, got- there's three different maps or something like yeah, that or maybe like, even skin the maps a certain way yeah so it's like oh this is the world war ii map where you're using 
World War II weapons. You've got World War II snipers. You've got you know all kinds of stuff. And then there's a futuristic one where you've got you can deploy a drone to give you a lay of the land to tell you where people are, or you know something like that where you're incorporating the different eras of Call of Duty. That would be interesting, especially if they did it as a standalone. Yeah, I, would think that I don't would think they would do that if it was if it was Attack on Black Ops. It would play like Black, Black Ops, Ops Four, yeah. and whatever weapons and things you use in that game in the regular multiplayer, whatever setting it would be. Correct. Yeah. Um, now, if it's a part of Black Ops, Joe, do you think it's going to be the only way to do multiplayer, or do you think it'll be in addition to the standard team they death could match? Not get away with that. Seek and destroy, kind of. Yeah, they could not get away with that if, if this was the only kind of multiplayer. Like, you would get that, but it would piss off way too many Call of Duty fanboys. Like, yeah. if they came out and they said, like, hey, we're making a Call of Duty game without, like, the standard Call of Duty multiplayer in it, yeah. there would be revolts. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if it would, if it's going to be a thing where it's added to Black Ops 4. I feel like they would still have, like, your standard deathmatch, but it might take away a Seek and Destroy or a... Like, oh, yeah. I think it would replace something. It would replace some, maybe one or two of the other game types. Be like, listen, you've got your standard deathmatch, you've got your free-for-alls, and you've got your battle royals, and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's not... Yeah. You get, like, team, and you get 1v1, or, like... Yeah, uh, you get solo, solo you team. get team, and then you get battle royale. Yeah. Where it's one kill, like, thing. Yeah, because you got to imagine... Uh, for this one, like I said, they're they're used to making a bunch of tiny little maps. Yeah. So they probably have to put a lot of effort into making a big map that could incorporate a hundred people into it. Maybe they're going to be like, it's a battle royale, but it's only fifty people as opposed to a hundred, which could because still work. we're you know because it's our first outing. So like yeah, and the game will yeah the game would still work that way. Like it doesn't necessarily have to mean a hundred. No. Um, but I think they would probably be a little taxed, uh, you know, especially with the cycle that they have to work in. To you know, make something so big when they're used to working on such a smaller scale. What I would actually really like to see um, that none of the other ones do. At least, I mean, I haven't played PUBG, but I don't think it does this. Would have difficulty settings. So, like, you can go into an easy game where it takes more damage to kill somebody. It's you know, it's easier for everyone to play. Or there's the what's the mode in Call of Duty where it's like one hit kill, you're dead. Like real. hardcore. Yeah. Imagine a hardcore battle royale style game where like, yeah, you get shot in the shoulder and like you know you're down like yeah. it doesn't matter like if you get hit in the leg you can still hop around for I a second i would actually love to see something like that That's that would be really fun i would play it on like the high the high damage or low damage the easy mode yeah where you like take a lot of damage i just think that would be a lot more fun like yeah. if you were getting into like really serious shootouts with people and it wasn't just like because i kind of hate i really hate it like when i'm playing PUBG or fortnite when i just like one shot and I'm dead and I don't even know where it comes from. Yeah. Like I'm like running across the field and it's like ping and I'm like, oh great, I'm fucking dead. I mean most of those times I really like those it when are like headshots. So true, like, yeah. But, but I really like the things where like I'm in a good shootout where like yeah, you know, watching my life and like getting it's really hectic and stuff. Yeah, I think that that could be a, a, a way in which they they separate themselves because you can play hardcore, you can play regular, uh, you know, multiplayer in Call of Duty, but some people play hardcore where it's. One shot anywhere besides the leg and you're mm, dead. Yeah. And no other battle royale has something like that. So I think that would be an, an intriguing way to do it. So it's more like the most dangerous game and less like the like the cartoony versions and things like Fortnite. So I don't know. Well, we'll look for more if they make a confirmation on that. I think E3 would probably be the time where you hear something about that, whether it be a standalone game or in addition to, to Black Ops 4. So we'll definitely be talking about it more. But, Joe, um, which would you rather have, a standalone Call of Duty Battle Royale or a, a mode to Black Ops 4? 
I'm not really interested in picking up Black Ops 4. Same. Uh, so I would kind of hate to have to pay like 60 bucks to try this. Yeah. So I would prefer it if it was like a standalone thing. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer it if it was a standalone thing. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that like Black Ops turns out to be something really like interesting and unique. And I'm like, okay, I'm actually like want to play this one this time. And it's not just like another rehashed version. Yeah. I actually like played uh, through it. I didn't beat it, but... World at War mm-hmm. or uh, World War Two, mm-hmm. the the newest one. I played the the single player. I thought it was okay. Yeah, and, like it just it was the kind of thing where like I was playing it, kind of going like I feel like I've done this a million times. Um, but there were some levels in the game that like did different things. Yeah, that I was really interested in, like the level where you had to sneak into the German base, mm-hmm. like uh, in disguise, and you had to like go around and try and find a certain guy in the building, but without getting caught. Yeah. You're not sneaking, but like you have, like you can pull up your notebook that has like your cover in it, and people will come up to you and be like, "Oh, like who are you here to see?" Like, and you, we, have, to and you have to remember like yeah. all the different aspects of your cover. Yep, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, I like some of like the stealth levels where you had to get the little girl out of the building mm-hmm. um, stealthily. So I like. I'm hoping maybe this one will have like a lot more interesting things like that. But otherwise, when I was playing it, I was just like. When I was play, playing World War Two, I was just like, I'm so sick of first-person shooters. Yeah, so, like, I'm just there. not excited for this one coming out. Yeah. Hopefully, it's interesting. Um, just standard first-person shooters. Like, mm-hmm. I would be interested in the first-person Battle Royale mode, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to pay 60 bucks to play that. Yeah. I, I would much rather pay, like, 20 to 30 for just that mode. Same. I kind of almost wish that Call of Duty just took that model from this point on, where it's like... Are you interested in the single player campaign or just a multiplayer? Like, yeah. pay thirty bucks for just the multiplayer. Pay thirty bucks for the campaign if that's what you want to play. It would probably be like pay 40, 20, 40. or forty, and then if you want to get them together, you pay sixty. Like, if you just want to play multiplayer, you're yeah. paying forty bucks because you have to pay a little bit extra because you're only getting the one. Yeah. Um, and like most people would end up buying the sixty dollar game because they're like, oh, for twenty extra bucks, I get both. Like, I might as well just do it. But at least then you give people the option. Like, I'm never gonna play the multiplayer. Let me play the single player. Yeah. And then maybe release single player DLC or something like later down the line, and that I can build on my forty dollar investment. But yeah, I think that. But if it was something cool where it's like twenty dollars for multiplayer, twenty dollars for single player, twenty dollars for battle royale. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm. No. Well, speaking of things that you could pay for separately, Joe, how would you feel about paying thirty dollars for a Modern Warfare Two remastered? I'll be down for that one. I really okay. like Modern Warfare 2. Well, good news for you, Joe, because Amazon Is it $15 Italia, for the multiplayer and $15 for the single player? Uh, no, it is. Uh, according to Amazon Italia, which is, I believe, how you Italiano! Yeah. Um, I, think I, I think I said that right. Uh, had a listing for Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Now, Modern Warfare 1 Remastered came out two years ago? Yes. Came uh, out with Infinite Warfare. Yeah. The one nobody wanted. Mm-hmm. This one looks like it's coming as a standalone, not bundled with Black Ops 4. Which I'm surprised. Um, um, well, first I was surprised it didn't well, come with World Battle War Well, unless Battle Royale II. is bundled with Black Ops 4. That's true. So. Well, I was really just surprised that it didn't come with World War 2. But then I thought, like, World War 2 would probably had enough clout on its own to sell without having them bundled something. Yeah, it's the whereas, return of World War 2. Yeah, whereas Infinite Warfare, they were probably like, I don't know if people are going to like this, so let's bundle something in to, like, entice them. Turns out they were right. Nobody liked it. Yeah. So when I uh, when you told me about this, I was like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be bundled in with Black Ops Four, which makes me think, oh, is that a bad sign for Black Ops Four? It most certainly would be, but this looks like it is coming uh, separately, according to the listing. Uh, it was spotted. It's only going to be about. It says approximately twenty five U.S. dollars, given the conversion rate. So it could be a twenty dollar game, which is surprising. Probably mostly a thirty dollar game. The standalone version of 
uh, Modern Warfare 1 was $40. Yeah. So it's surprising that it's cheaper. Well, it came out a year later, and so... I yeah. Mean, uh, granted, this is all conjecture based on one posting on Amazon in a foreign country. So we don't know exactly how much they could bump it up to 40 uh, You know, who knows? But, uh, yeah, IG, uh, yeah, let's see. Italia for Amazon. Uh, let's see, when is it coming? Oh, April 30th. Oh, wow. That's uh, soon. really soon. Yes. So... <laughs> Uh, we might get some official word on it. Again, nothing is 100% uh, set in stone yet, but it does look like Modern Warfare 2 is uh, potentially getting a remaster. Did you like Modern Warfare 2? Yes. The single player of Modern Warfare 2 is fantastic. That's um, the one with no Russian, correct? Yes. Um, the multiplayer, I remember not being as enthralled with that as it was for the first one, which maybe that's why this one's a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because like the multiplayer wasn't as popular, but the single player was fantastic. Yeah. Um, or maybe they saw that people weren't really buying the Modern Warfare One remaster in droves at forty dollars, and feel like that okay, maybe that is a little extensive for what this is. Yeah, maybe. But um, I'd totally be down to play it again because I really love that single player campaign. Nice. Once again, I, I, I'm glad to pay thirty bucks for the single player campaign. If yeah. they were asking for sixty bucks for this, I'd be like, eh. yeah, no, nobody wants that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty burnt out on Call of Duty. I don't even think I'd want to necessarily go back either. Yeah, I mean, I say that like because I have a very fond memory of that game because I thought the story was very interesting. But I, I probably would be the kind of thing where like I would start playing it and I would be like, oh yeah, it's just another first-person shooter. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, but, I, I mean, it has its fans. That was one of the highest-selling games in the heyday of Call of Duty. So, um, it'll definitely have people picking it up. And I'm sure they'll get to do more commercials where it's like, call your squad back from college or high school because you're all going to play Modern Warfare 2 again. How much fun is that going to be? And now Loads. I'd be interested to see if they'd go the extra mile and do Modern Warfare 3 because Modern Warfare 3, even though all Call of Duty games sell well, it was not very well received. I feel like they'd almost have to just to complete the remaster trilogy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm honestly. I would be like at, at that point if I had those two and they didn't put out the three, I'd be like, oh, like that bugs me. You know what they'll probably do is they'll probably put it out where like the third one you can only get digitally, but you can buy a physical remaster of one, two, and three in case you didn't get them before, and now it'll be sixty bucks. Or yeah, whatever. sixty bucks for the Modern Warfare trilogy. Yeah, and that kind of forces you to buy the third one because you want to get a good deal on the first two or something like that. So yeah. I could see it being something like that, especially since, like you said, it wasn't received nearly as well as one or two. So, uh, All right, lightning round. Joe, do you like dinosaurs? They're cool. Do you like Jurassic Park? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I love the originals. Yeah. Well, the first two. Yeah, three's bad. The third one's not that good. Jurassic World is fun. I like Jurassic World. I mean, it didn't have the charm. No. Of the other ones, no. and it might just be because it was like, we've done this before. Yeah. And it was kind of a rehash, and like, it was cool to see that the park was operating, and... Um, I loved Chris Pratt in it. Yeah, it, but it was campy and silly, and but like, not necessarily for the right reasons, but, but it was, again, it was a harmless, fun it, it doesn't have the... I mean, because it's already been so old, like, there was magic in seeing the first one. Oh, yeah. Especially when I was a little kid, and you're watching it going like... Holy crap, that looks like a real goddamn dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The special effects were way ahead of their time. Uh, but, Joe, when you were a young child liking dinosaurs, did you ever envision creating your own dinosaur park and running it? Uh, yes, because I've done that 
Oh. There's other video games that do that. Well, now there's an officially licensed Jurassic Park. <laughs> they were one, not Joe. officially licensed Jurassic Park, though. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution, which I believe we've talked about in the past when it got announced, uh, got an official release date of June the 12th, and confirmation that Jeff Goldblum's Ian Malcolm is going to be in the game as well. So he's going to be in the new movie, Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom. He's also going to be in this new game. Does that excite you, Joe? Are you a big fan of Ian Malcolm? I'm a big fan of Jeff Goldblum. Me too. And that Just was a great character. About. That was a great character. Um, he's the reason I actually like the second one. I know people like to shit on I Lost saw, World. I saw one and three. Oh, really? You never saw Lost World? No. People like to shit on Lost World because like, it had a lot of really goofy parts to it. Mm-hmm. But it also had... Just nonstop Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. And so you're like, oh, this is just great. Yeah. He's at peak Goldblum right now, too. So this could be pretty cool. He does seem like he's like, he's embraced the character of Jeff Goldblum as opposed to actually just being himself. He is now what the world perceives him as. Yeah. Which is great. It is fantastic. It's like Nick Cage is kind of doing the same thing nowadays where you're like, all right, you became kind of a joke of yourself and you're fully embracing it. And I support you for that. Yeah. So good on you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so are you are you excited for Jurassic World Evolution, the Jurassic Park? Run? I gotta see more of it. Yeah, like same. I said, there was a there was another game that I remember. It was like essentially trying to be like the Jurassic Park knockoff yeah. game, like on PC way back when. Dinosaur where Park you, Tycoon. Yeah, it was something like that. It was Dinosaur Park Tycoon, and ironically, it beat Jurassic uh, World to being Jurassic World, where you could like genetically crossbreed the dinosaurs mm-hmm. to create like hybrids to put on display in the thing. And it was fun because of it was one of those type of tycoon games where like you're building this, but you're building it with entirely the intention of like I want this T Rex slash like armor plated uh, ankylodon with the spiked tail to get out of this park and start wrecking stuff. Yeah, we all want our own Indominus Rex. Yeah, pretty much. You're just like you're building stuff, trying to. Instead of building a good park, you're trying to build like the death trap park where you're like, I want to get everyone in here and this let this thing go and see what happens. You have a problem. You you should just seek help. Yeah, probably. You want to kill all those virtual tourists, Joe. Yeah. But uh I, I need to see more of this. I do like those kind of games. They're fun. Yeah. Um I'm hoping this isn't like uh, this is a legit game and not just like a cash in where they're like, Oh, we got the title, we got the name, like yeah. let's just put this out. Yeah, no, I hope that some work and care went into it. Plus, like, who knows if Jurassic World 2 is really good and, like, gets me hyped about dinosaurs and the Jurassic Park franchise again. I'll probably be down to play this and, like, give it a go. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, June the 12th, uh, lightning round. We talked a couple weeks ago about how South by Southwest was hosting a Sonic the Hedgehog panel, uh, which would talk about the future of Sonic the Hedgehog. And, Joe, that time has come. We now know the future of Sonic but in like very uncertain terms. Like they made it seem like they had like big announcements and they really didn't. No, there was a lot of like smaller stuff. Yeah. But it was an opportunity for them, for people to talk about Sonic with fans of Sonic at, a you know, South by Southwest, which is a pretty big festival, you know, home to all kinds of, you know, fun things, internet and technology and video game related. So uh, that took place in Austin over the last uh, couple weeks. Where Bethesda is building a new studio. That's true. They are building a new studio down there. So they're uh, expanding their game developments and things like that. Uh, But we got some new things on Sonic. Uh, The biggest takeaway, I think, from this was the, uh, the tease of a new Sonic racing game which we had heard rumors of that the studio behind Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing was working on a new racing title. 
so everyone just assumed it was Sonic related, but no confirmation. Uh, this past week, we did get a little teaser video that just showed like cars turning on, and it was like it looked very much like a Forza Gran Turismo, where it's that that sweeping shot across the headlights, and um, and you hear the the roar of the engine as the cars are are starting up, and then it just had like the typical Sonic logo that was silhouetted with then a cartoony R. Um, in, lit up yeah underneath yeah. where you would then see the subtitle of a sonic game so yeah like, where it would say sonic the hedgehog and have his you know that traditional sonic logo below that was a little cartoony r very much looked like in um in conjunction with the word racing so yeah uh, are you excited for a new sonic racing game joe no <laughs> yeah i know they're never as good as it's not like uh like where diddy kong racing was a good kart racing game but it wasn't mario kart where it's like, it's still, actually, it's still fun. It's still a worthwhile kart racing game. Good for them. Yeah. Crash Team Racing was also a worthwhile like kart racing game that wasn't Mario Kart. Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing was not a good kart racing game and also not Mario Kart. Yeah. And don't forget Sonic R, the foot race one that they did, where there wasn't vehicles, they just ran. But that at least is in line with Sonic. So I don't have a, even and if it's a bad game, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it was a shitty game, but it was the kind of thing where like that existed, and then Sonic Racing came out, and it was the kind of thing where I was like, "Why is he driving a car?" Yeah, like he's Sonic's the whole thing, thing is alive. Yeah, he's the fastest thing on two legs. Like, you know, it'd be like making a, a game where like the Flash and Superman and Quicksilver drive cars instead of yeah. racing, like actual foot racing. Yeah. Seems like a really weird choice for this property. Um, it, it would be cool if he was running and everybody else had cars. It, it, like, like, that it would kind of like make sense. Yeah. It was like Sonic organizes this race because he really wants a challenge, but he knows that nobody else can beat him on two feet. So he's like, I want all of you to make the fastest car you can and I'll challenge all of you. And like, that's kind of like the plot to the game. I guess the reason he has a car though is because there's power-ups. So like... It'd be weird if they all had He's just the shooting to... missiles out of nothing. Yeah. So they can shoot things at him, but he has to dodge them. Like that wouldn't be quite fair. But again, if you if that was the story of like, I want you guys to give me everything you got, throw oil on the track, like shoot me with lasers and missiles. I don't care. I'm gonna try to beat you all. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Um, that'd be a pretty cool twist to it. But yeah, I'm not super stoked about this. When I saw that was the future of Sonic, quote unquote, I was very disappointed. Yeah. I don't like where Sonic's going. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd future. Not a big fan. Uh, the Sega did confirm, which is a little weird. They said like, it's they didn't give a title, but they said it's not a sequel. Yeah. So like, what is it then? It's not Sonic Racer Three because they they do two of those. It's not like Sonic R. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, what else is it then at that point? Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if it's one of those things where, like, Mario Karts are technically sequels because they have numbers, but there's no real conjunction from one to the next. So, like, they're not sequels, but they it kind of It was just a are. weird thing for them to, like, specify that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Because, like, I guess maybe the others were, like, Sonic and Sega Racer, and this one's just going to be strictly Sonic Racer? There's enough Sonic characters now, and plus you'd have different versions of Sonic across, like, the Sonic Booms and the Sonic the Cartoon and the Sonic Games that you could just have characters from the world of Sonic Racing. Yeah, Sonic, so, Silver, Shadow, Tails. Yeah, Amy. Dr. Eggman, Amy yeah. Rose, Biggs the Cat. 
Yeah. So like you could have Put a, all of them in there. And then you have different versions of them where it's like, oh, there's Mario and there's baby Mario, but yeah, it's still like Mario. Like 8-bit Sonic and yeah. like modern Sonic. Where like the car looks 8-bit or, you know, Sonic Boom's driving a monster truck because his legs are longer or something like that, you know? Like and he's... Maybe. He's got his bandana, his little ascot bandana. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's driving a monster truck that looks like it's out of Mad Max because he's got his bandana and his long legs. Like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm not super jazzed for this. No. Uh, but that wasn't the only thing. They did have some other bits of news Sonic-related. Uh, Sonic's getting a web series. Are you excited about a web series, Joe? That I'm a little bit more interested in. I really like the uh, the animation that they had for the opening of Sonic Mania. Yeah, and this is based on Sonic Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uses like the same kind of art style that those ones did. Uh, there's going to be a miniseries on the, just released on the internet, so it's not going to be like on TV or anything. No. But it's um, a five-minute uh, or a five-episode short web series. Uh, it's just going to be free online. I'm sure it's just going to be on YouTube. Um, but I really like the animation style. And I remember when I watched the opening cinematic for uh, Sonic Mania, I went like, why is this not a cartoon? Like, yeah. this looks really good. Like, this kind of really captures the spirit of Sonic in a way that, like, all the other cartoons really didn't. Like, I like the like the original cartoon, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, the Super Mario Super Show, like, it's the characters, but it's not the proper versions of them. It's, yeah. like, a cartoonized version of them. Yeah. I always liked the Disney one where he ate chili dogs. I always enjoyed that. When he was first voiced by Steve Urkel. Yep. Uh, and then I liked the one where he was, like, with the Freedom Resistance Fighters in the woods Oh, yeah. I always liked that one, too. I don't know why. I don't really remember anything from it, but I enjoyed it as a kid. Um, even though and they I... had a rock band together? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. Again, I remember almost nothing from it other than they were a band of resistance fighters who were trying to take down the tyrannical Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. And then they had the one where like he got sucked into the real world. Oh, I yeah, that was another one. It was basically that. like trying to make like almost a Sonic Digimon type thing, where nope. it's like they get I'm out. they got separated awful. from their world and dropped into the real world with like humans, and no, each of them awful. gets like a kid that's Stop like it. their terrible their partner, other oh, Sonic destined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was bad. Awful. It was bad. It sounds terrible. Um, so yeah, I, I'm 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 more excited for that than I am for Sonic Racing. Yes. Uh, what else did they announce, Joe? Uh, they announced, uh, speaking of Sonic Mania, they announced a new version of Sonic Mania called Sonic Mania Plus. Um, it's going to be a retail version of it. There was no, re- it was just digital before, right? It was just digital so yeah, before. this is the first retail version coming out for the PS4, the uh, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's, uh, going to come with more content to the game. It's going to have uh, two new characters that you're going to be able to play before you could play Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. Now you can play as Mighty and Ray. Mighty looks like a flying squirrel. Okay. Uh, and Ray just looks like another type of Sonic. It's Ray from Star Wars? Yes. It, yeah, it's Ray, it's Ray yeah, from Yeah, she Star has Wars. a lightsaber. Cool. Nice she's crossover. Just, she's just a, a a hedgehog version of her now. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, she's OP and super powerful, so she probably just win every race. Um, which is win the game automatically. Well, this one's not a racing game. I know. She just win the game automatically. Um, it's going to have uh, a new mode called Encore Mode. I don't know entirely what that entails. It's probably maybe like redo the maps or something. It's, like I mean, Encore mode. sounds like you're playing it like after you beat the game. Yeah. Maybe it's like a mirror mode or something. Yeah. Uh, what's most interesting is going to have a four-player competition mode. Oh, cool. So like four so players. going to win that. Yeah. I guess you're going to have your races afterwards. Aha. Um, I was right. And it's also going to come with a 32-page uh, art book. Uh, and it has a reversible cover on it, which looks pretty cool because it makes it look like an original Sega Genesis box at that point. Yeah. 
Um, I already have the game. Um, I might still pick this up just for like the collector's mentality purpose of it. Yeah. You don't I have do a Sonic like... shelf though, do you? No, I don't have a lot of Sonic stuff at all, actually. No, it's Tyler's game. Yeah, he's got all the Sonic stuff because he loves Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces. Yeah, big fan. He got really excited when I showed him all the Sonic toys that were coming out. Oh, yeah. He got super amped. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, the four player competition mode sounds like it'd be really fun. Yeah. I just need to get three people to play with. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you have to go outside and integrate yourself into society to get that. I don't know. I might have to celebrate a holiday at that point. <laughs> uh anything else from the panel, Joe, of note? Uh the last thing of note, um, have you ever wanted your own pair of Sonic the Hedgehog sneakers? His iconic red sneakers. His red and white sneakers. Yep. Yeah, that I mean, those would be pretty cool. I feel like that would be a good thing for a Sonic fan to have, would be some authentic Sonic sneakers. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be tailor made that if you were gonna make Sonic shoes, they would look like Sonic's classic red sneakers. Yeah, why would they look like anything else? That would be silly. Yeah. Uh instead we're getting uh really weirdly bastardized. 8-bit pixelized blue sneakers. They're awful. Yes, they are very terrible. If you were listening to this, uh, I would recommend looking them up. Uh, They're being made by Puma. Which, again, would make really good versions of those red and white shoes. Yes, they're called the Puma X Sega RS-0 Sonic. Nope. Which is a hell of a name for your pair of sneakers. Um, And they just look awful. You you made a good indication that they look like they're... uh, uh, Minecraft sneakers. They look like Minecraft instead. shoes. Yeah, yeah it they, looks like water in Minecraft. Yeah, there's no reason. There's nothing really that says Sonic in these no. at all. And like, they're almost kind of almost painful to look at. Yeah, I could never imagine eyes. wearing these. No, I feel like people would just like walk by going like, "What the hell's wrong with your shoes?" Yeah, no one's gonna be like, "Oh man, look at those sweet kicks you've got on." Or, oh man, are those Sonic the Hedgehog shoes? No, they're gonna be like, "Who threw up blue Gatorade on your shoes?" Yeah. There's nothing that says Sonic to the ease of me, besides being blue. If you're going to make shoes for Sonic, make them look like Sonic shoes. It's yeah. so easy. It prints money. Collectors would want them. Sonic fans would want them. Just do it. Although that's a Nike slogan. This is Puma, so that's different. Yeah. We don't want to copyright infringe. No. Silly. Yeah, but just, uh, okay. Well, I'm are you not excited then for the future of Sonic, based on everything you've heard today? Between the shoes and the, the only, web series and the racing. The only thing I'm excited about has to do with a game that's a year old now. <laughs> yeah, the collector's edition. I don't know how that's the future of Sonic. The future. By, the by, future is then. Yeah, the past was digital. The future is physical. Yeah. That's, that's how they're going with it. Um, <sighs> all right, lightning round, Joe. I got a bone to pick with the internet because they just like to ruin everything with their bullshit. All right. They did they ruin sure it do. with their bullshit. We put out this show. That's bullshit. Oh, it's uh, definitely bullshit. Yeah, ruining it with their bullshit. But no, Joe, you brought something to my attention this afternoon, which has me all riled up because it is such a stupid waste of time. <laughs> I can't believe it's a thing. And the amount of time that has gone into this. Yeah, and I can't believe it's a thing that we're going to talk about. But Joe, people were outraged slash confused. When it was outraged. Well, some people were because they were th- they said it tainted their whole legacy of Mario last year when we found out that Mario could oh. be shirtless and have nipples. And it kind of caused an uproar. Yes. Right? Uh, people were like, I don't need to see that. Just have him wearing his plumber's outfit. This is this is insane and ridiculous. Or you could and, just go the, the link route and just not have him have any nipples. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever. But people, people got in a tizzy last year when we found out that Mario had nipples ahead of Mario Odyssey. Um, it's now been taken a step further and almost uh, by choice that people have now discovered uh, that uh, Luigi, his his brother, 
Luigi Mario, his yes. full given name, mm-hmm. uh, as we know, uh, has genitalia, which we, I guess, could have assumed before. I don't know or care why we would want to, uh, but more so that they have gone to the lengths to figure out the exact length of his phallus based on his shorts bulge in a new screenshot from Mario Tennis Aces. Yes, so Mar- or Nintendo put out uh, like character art for the characters. Yeah, series uh, of screenshots Yep, for a game that I'm hyped on. Looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be awesome. So for Super Mario Tennis Aces. Yes. Or Mario Tennis Aces. Yep. Um, and people noticed that there was something odd about uh, Luigi's pants. Uh, he did have a bit of a bulge. I maintain it's just the shadow, like the shadow work. On, yes. Like because the leg is up. In the in the pose that he's making, yeah, he's in an awkward like mid swing position. Yeah, uh, so I don't think it's that, but yet the internet. I mean, ran wild. I'm also going to assume that Nintendo did not go to any lengths to uh, to add a bulge to, to add Luigi. a bulge to Luigi. Yes, but that has not stopped the internet from just trying to ruin everything possible. Um, and people have gone to Mario is wholesome. God damn it, they have gone to great lengths to measure out the length of his flaccid phallus. Uh, which is 3.7 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, huge for how short they are. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I it guess. doesn't sound like too much. Um, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it sounds like a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I, that sounds <laughs> small to me. I don't know what you're talking about. 3.75 flasks, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a drop in the book. Yes, um, but they did use uh, this information that they gleaned, which I'm still not entirely sure how you figured that out. It's basically how how many pixels other things are that you can like see. So basically, like the pixel length of the racket. Um, so we don't yeah, know they, how big the racket is, though. So no. So here's they're using real world rackets, which these look like real world rackets because they look oversized compared to these smaller humans. Because we saw in New Donk City, Mario is much shorter than what we would classify as regular people. Yes. Um, so the rackets look like they're the you know a big portion of these characters, uh, and we know the characters to be smaller. So if we take a real racket size, now I'm looking at this article. I'm not pulling this from my own mind about how to figure out the length of Luigi's dick. Um, so here it is. Uh, the av- the average tennis racket ranges from 27 to 29 inches long. So let's say for the sake of simplification that everyone is using a 28-inch racket, which I know that's what I'm working with. Um, so it's about 300 pixels in the image of Luigi holding it. So if Luigi's bulge is 40 pixels, that would measure out to be about 3.7 inches. Therefore, you know, dick math. Um, so... There's all kinds of pictures where people, you know, have arrows and shapes and all kinds of stuff drawn on there. Uh, it's definitely looking like a like a masterclass here. They also went even farther to then determine how tall Peach is, 39 inches high. Um, so yes, they, toad, they used 29. all of this information to uh, map out the actual height of not only all the characters but various things. Like we now know the actual. Uh, width of uh, Mario's mustache. Yeah, it's 12 and a half inches. It's a really big mustache. It's four times the size of Luigi's dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> flaccid know. dick. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Flaccid dick. It might uh, be cold out there also. You don't know. There's, sometimes there's shrinkage. I don't know. He's wearing shorts. And Peach is wearing a skirt, so I would hope it's not too chilly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bowser, They're active. Yeah, Bowser's very short, only about uh, four feet high. Uh, comparative to uh, Mario, who is. Let's see. Uh, 
It doesn't say the, this picture of Mario. Of course, that I'm looking the at, only person they didn't figure that out for is Mario. The only thing that it's but says I mean for Mario, Mario is, is significantly mustache. shorter than Peach, and we know Peach is uh, three point three. Yeah. So I mean, three feet three inches. Mario's got to be like two and a half feet tall. Yeah, something like that. Something probably. Yeah, so, he has a, a foot wide mustache. <laughs> hey, you know, it shit happens. Uh, I I don't know. It's all very silly. Yes. But like, please, can we not? Try to figure out the size of Nintendo characters' dongs, please. Like, I don't need it because this is because then it's going to take a step further and get into creepy territory where it's going to be like, and uh, Peach is in a cup because we can see by the width and the thing of she's definitely wearing this. Like, no, I don't care. I don't want to know. You're ruining everything. Just leave things be. If you want to make a joke that it looks like he has a bulge, let's all laugh at it. Let's not try to figure out how big it is. Let's not put in. A significant amount of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> calculating all of this information. Like, we all had a good laugh when Mario had nipples. Be like, ah, look at that. He's got nipples and he's uh, he's now wearing a shirt. How silly is that? That's not what Mario looks like. If you want to take it to that and go, ah, look, normally their overalls are very smoothed over. Clearly, Luigi's got, he's working with something. Um, haha, isn't that funny? Luigi has a dick. Let's all laugh at that. Whatever. That's fine. I don't need to know how big it is. Okay? It just... I, we just we don't need it. We don't need it. Anymore. Yeah, we don't this is it. something I never needed to think about in my life. No, I've gone. How many years has Mario and Luigi been around? Thirty uh, odd years. Yeah, thirty plus. Yeah, thirty three. Thirty three years. Yeah, eighty four, eighty five. I've gone that, range. that long in my life without ever once thinking about Mario or Luigi's dick. Yeah. Yep. I didn't need this at this point in my life. I mean, I thought for sure that we would have more than a year's worth, several years worth of podcast episodes before we ran out of things to talk about and needed to talk about the potential genitalia of our favorite Nintendo characters. But yet here we are, just one year, two episodes deep, and we're already talking about the genitals of Mario and Luigi. So, thanks, Internet. You, you ruined my Sunday, you <laughs> bastards. And thanks a lot, Joe, for bringing it to my attention. Sorry. Unacceptable. Um, but... Rant over, lightning round over, podcast ep- over, episode over. Um, this has been the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast once again. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, we also have up from last week our uh, Fastlane WWE main event episode as we are on the road to WrestleMania. So if you're a wrestling fan, you can check that show out as well. It's in the same spot that you can find this Gamescast. So you can go ahead and get those episodes there as well. Uh, remember, you can also interact with us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so please do. Um, you can let us know. What you you know? What you think of the future of Sonic? If you're excited for a potential Call of Duty Battle Royale, and if you'd like to see that as a standalone or as an addition to Black Ops Four, uh, I'd begrudgingly also ask to see what you think about Luigi's package, and if that's something that is either funny to you or enraging. I guess we can have that discussion. As I, well. for one, am disgusted by the sexual objectification of video game characters. Unacceptable. Yeah, like I wonder I, how big Kirby's dick is. <laughs> I don't want to know these things. I don't want to know. I don't care. I, I just assume he doesn't have them because he's just a blob. He's got to reproduce. Got to make way. baby Kirby somehow. Yeah, see, that's asexually thing. probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd probably just like osmosis, like it just like an like when an atom splits, it just 
goes separately. Like, I don't, I don't care. Stop. I don't care, Joe. You're ruining everything. Um, but yeah, so let us know on Twitter what you think about all the things we talked about. Um, so you can go ahead and give us a follow there or on Facebook as well uh, at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.